Ray Steyer, CEO of the Uber Group, joins us now to tell us more. Such a pleasure to have you back on the show, Ray. Thanks, Kazoo. Likewise. Awesome. I guess first things first, uh, maybe let's uh, characterize what we saw in 2022 and 2023. Very quick succession of interest rate hikes and uh, clearly, uh, I guess, shifted the market to one being uh, strategically positioned for buyers. Yeah, definitely. Good. So uh, interest rates, as you know, jumped from 7% to 11.75 over that period. So, you know, for most people, probably about a 40% increase in their home loan repayment. Uh, so it was uh, it, it was a tough uh, tough two years for consumers, um, and uh, yeah, we we certainly are hoping that in 2024 we'll see a, a reversing of that trend. Mm, let's talk about that because we're aware that the MPC will sit tomorrow. We saw uh, articles and interviews of Lesitsha Khanyakho on the sidelines of the World Economic Forum saying, "Hold on, we're still waiting for inflation and key data indices <laughs> to yeah. to influence our direction." But what are your expectations? So the December inflation number comes out tomorrow, I think. Um, you know, we, we saw a bit of a, a reversal over the past few months. I think it peaked at about 5.9, went back to 5.5 uh, in October and sorry in November. And we're hoping it to you know to see it continue to reduce into into December and Jan. Um, yeah, I mean the the midpoint of that inflation cycle, which is four and a half percent inflation target, is, is where the NPC is focused on it. So I think we're likely to need to see inflation keep falling closer to that point before we see them, you know, make any significant moves on, on interest rates. Mm. So I think unlikely that we're going to see anything uh, tomorrow and Thursday, but hopefully something shortly thereafter. Let's certainly hope so. You and I as, uh, uh, <laughs> as South Africans with credit and home loans to pay, certainly hope so. And that raises a very interesting point, Ray, because I can imagine you've witnessed the behavior of uh, uh, potential home buyers uh, on your platform, you know, looking for uh, competitive interest rates, looking to have 100% uh, bond approvals. Uh, how is the current interest rate environment influenced, uh, I guess, buyer behavior? Yeah, so, I mean, there's no doubt that demand for property and, and as a result, demand for home loans has slowed, uh, slowed quite significantly over the past uh, 18 months to two years. Uh, the volumes of leasing throughout business are probably down 25 to 30% on, on what we were seeing in 2022. Um, and, and I guess that's just a natural part of the interest rate cycle. You know, as interest rates are rising, specifically first-time home buyers, which is a big chunk of, the, of, of our market, mm. you know, they can't plan because they're not sure when you know, the repayment will, will stop increasing. So what we see is most people in that in that uh, environment just waiting for them maybe rent for another year, stay at their parents' home for another year, and, and ideally get to a position where they think they can budget and forecast going forward. And I think we're close to that position now. I think we've reached the, the peak of the cycle. So we're not going to see any further increases uh, over the next 12 months. So hopefully people can, you know, start seeing that things will get better from here. Mm, it, it certainly does have to get better because I'm also assuming that this is influencing some of the trends that we've discussed here on the show in terms of first-time buyer behavior, first-time buyer ages, uh, or even the price range uh, yeah. um, that they actively participate in. Yeah, as, I mean, obviously, as demand slows, um, it, it, it really becomes a, a buyer's market. There's, there's been a lot of stock and, and no one no one looking to buy, so property prices start dropping. Uh, so, you know, there's actually... It's a tough time for sellers at the moment, but you know, to the extent that uh, that buyers are able to get into the market and they can, you know, see towards the future that repayments will come down from here, and they can budget accordingly, 
it's probably a good time to try and pick up a, a property demand because there's certainly some, some, some bargains to be had in certain parts of the country. 100%. I'm keen to understand, though, if, if um, this has also been uh, seeing banks take a different stance or positioning in terms of interest rates, their positioning and their competitiveness, especially working yeah. with a platform like yours. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, the, the increase in interest rates have, have hurt banks in terms of their their loss ratio. So, so with you know, number, a number of, uh, of, their, of their customers not being able to repay their loans. But despite that, we've actually seen banks um, um, performing fantastically. Continued to offer 100% loans to to our customers. Approval rates are still very strong. Uh, they're still very competitive on interest rates. In fact, we've seen the interest rates banks offer on average across our our customers come down almost every month for the last 18 months or two years. So, so from a banking perspective and the ability to access finance, if you can afford a loan, it's, it's a really good time to get one. Um, yeah, banks have, as I said, performed fantastically. On the approval rates, though, how much of an influence is the duration uh, playing? Uh, and I only ask this because I've seen that there's a significant pickup in 30-year or 30-term uh, year terms um, home loans approvals. Yeah, duration is definitely being pushed out. So we are seeing more of our customers asking for a 30% loan, and that, that will obviously improve the approval rate. But it's, it's not significant. So, you know, we've probably seen a 4 or 5% move in in customers looking for 30% loans from, from where we were, say, two years ago. So uh, the customers have actually been, you know, quite impressive in terms of, you know, the research they do, understanding the impact of paying, you know, significantly more interest over a longer term, uh, putting, trying to put down deposits where they can. So we've been very impressed with, the, with, with you know, how much research customers are doing and, and, and what understanding they have of, of, of these, these factors. Mm, definitely increased education is certainly needed if you've just joined us it's about 14 minutes after seven o'clock we are in conversation with race dyer who is uh, the ceo of the uber group that's uber with a double o b a you would know them if especially if you happen to be within the property space uh, they're one of the uh, leading home loan uh, originators in south africa uh, and essentially have insights into how the banks are, are performing in terms of extending home loans to south africans and of course how we as south africans have shown a level of interest in purchasing properties and seeking some sense of financial support. Uh, Race, you, you mentioned a very important point, right, around uh, invest education or home uh, buyers yep. education uh, and enhancing much of that level of information. I'm keen to understand if we are seeing a lot more South Africans um, not only make use of uh, home loan originators like yourself, but uh, upon receiving, you know, uh, evaluation and, and feedback from the banks, if they actually actively engage with yourself and your consultants to say, hold on, um, unpack this for me? Can I challenge this interest rate? Can I extend the term? Um, are we finding that we're using the knowledge actively to, to truly empower ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I've, I've been in this business for 20 years and just, you know, see how customers have evolved from, you know, where they were, say, 10 years ago with uh, just the, the access to information that they have at the moment and all the tools that are out there now. So we have, uh, and, and many of, our, of, of the banks and our competitors have, online pre-qualification tools where, you, you know, you can go onto the website, uh, get a credit check, check your affordability, and, you know, it'll spit out a, uh, a value that we think you can afford in terms of a home loan and, and when you want to buy a property. So those type of tools are now fairly commonplace, and, and, and consumers are using them and using them significantly and educating themselves. Um, and, and, you know, certainly our role is to, is to help consumers with that, to help, you know, take into multiple banks, get, you know, five or six different quotes for them and then sit with them and try and you know, find them the best possible deal, go back to the banks, try and push harder for a better rate, 
So that's very much our role and, and, and customers are actively engaging. Mm. Location, location, location is typically one of the other themes that we typically hear when it comes to property. And the last time we also engaged, we uh, saw very interesting outcomes uh, around the uh, provincial dynamics. And whilst yeah. we might be based in Gauteng, the Western Cape is certainly where we're seeing a lot of excitement. Do those dynamics uh, still hold true this year? Yeah, I mean, the Western Cape uh, definitely still a significant, probably significant more demand in, in, in the Western Cape than we see in other parts of the country. Interestingly, one of the, the you know the big dynamics we're seeing is a big lift up in in investment buys in the in the Western Cape. So if we look at our home loan applications, about thirty percent of our applications in the Western Cape are for customers wow. looking to to buy a buy to let property. Sure. If you look in provinces like Johannesburg or KZN, that that number is sitting at five or six percent. So it's a it's a very stark difference, and so it's a definitely. You know, people from all around the country are are taking them their, their money and investing in a property in the Western Cape from a rental perspective. So that 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 was a, a very significant trend we saw over the last eighteen months. Mm. I'm actually surprised by that, race because we've also seen the um, the trend of um, what do they call it? The migration, this outward migration yes. of many more South Africans choosing the coastal life or uh, yep. calmer provinces uh, to yep. avoid the hustle and bustle of the city. Is that still? Yep. Uh, evident in your numbers? We, we, are, we do still see it, but, but it's, it, it is less pronounced than what it was, say, two years ago, certainly during the COVID period. So there's a trend there still, but it, it, it is definitely declining. Uh, the, the, the big story is definitely the investment buying story in, in the West. Interesting. Sure. On, on that note, though, Raisa, I guess uh, to close off with, we, we never know who's listening and we often have a very strong community uh, of South Africans who uh, highlight a sense of frustration sometimes with the financial services institutions. How can we make sure that we get our ducks in a row to avoid uh, potential declines in, in the um, uh, participation or even the offering uh, and extension of credit? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, from a home loan perspective, uh, as, as I mentioned, please, you know, in the chat to us, we can certainly help help you prepare for, you know, for, for getting into the property market, whether that's doing pre-qualifications, if, you, you know, if, you, if your credit score isn't quite where it needs to be to qualify for a loan, we can certainly help you fix that. So, you know, just talk to the financial experts. We, we get to help. And, uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've certainly been able to put many, many, many hundreds of thousands of customers uh, into homes. And, uh, you know, we, we strive to do a lot more of that. Mm, 100%. Race, uh, just a question that's also coming from one of our listeners. And I guess this stems on the back of what we've been seeing in some of the headlines around um, institutions and uh, uh, banks who, who actually extend credit and discrimination that does come about. Help us understand how you know you approach this as a bond originator where, uh, again, you, you prioritize the non-discrimination of particular customers um, um, for whatever reason, their race or their gender, and not having that influence their funding. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that we have seen at all in, in, in the home loans business. So, you know, we deal with a very diverse bunch of customers and, um, you know, we submit their applications on, on the same basis and, you know, we fight for every customer on the same basis. And we're certainly not seeing from the quotes we're getting back from our, our partner lenders, you know, any sort of differences across any sort of, you know, cultural diversity. 100%. Thank you so much for your time this evening, Sam, for providing us with so much clarity and, again, helping us educate the nation on some of the interesting trends that we see um, influencing the property space, but also access to financing for property and how that is very closely linked to the interest rate announcement. Thanks again, Race. Thanks, Kevin. If you missed it live, catch the podcast on kaya959.co.za.